unleash the power of knowledge and connect with the heartbeat of the African diaspora. Download our African Diaspora News Channel app now on Google Play and Apple App Store. Stay informed with authentic and diverse perspectives, breaking news and cultural insights. Immerse yourself in a community that celebrates unity, resilience and progress. Experience the vibrancy of the diaspora at your fingertips. Don't miss out. Empower your perspective today. Search African Diaspora News Channel and join the conversation. There is something to be said about why African leaders or how African leaders have decided to cling on to power. I don't know who told African leaders that leadership is life and death. Once you get into power, the only time that you leave power is when you're dead. You leave power in a coffin. You leave power when you're old. There are so many African politicians that got into politics when they were young and left politics either dead or extremely old and people just decided they don't want anything to do with them anymore and voted them out. Very rarely do we see African politicians who do their term five years, 10 years and say, you know what, it's been really, it's been great serving you guys. I want to move on and do other things or um, impressed with the kind of service delivery that I've offered to my people. And I think it's time for new blood, new ideas, new generation. Rarely does that happen. If that has happened in your country, comment down below and give us the example of that leader because they are exemplary people. There are so many instances in Africa which have led to coups and internal violence that um, leaders have just clung onto power with everything that they have. In the promo, I mentioned Uganda's president, Tiwereka Gotsa Museveni, and there was a time where people were okay just voting for the same person over and over and over again. But now people are getting to a place where they realize that leadership is not monolithic it's not an autonomy it, it's not a family business you know and if you look at again staying with Uganda where the president has been in power for nearly three decades his family is part of the government his friends and you begin to question whose government is this because democracy is a government for the people by the people so the people put you in power but the people do not see a reflection of themselves in the government and when people begin to push back then you also see these leaders push back as if they haven't been in power long enough you know there is almost no room for another political voice to come up there's no room for for alternative views nigeria recently went to the polls and it was one of the most interesting elections because um the youth for once felt like they had a voice through um Peter Obi, who was a candidate that was backed by a youthful majority of that country. And even though he did not win, they were actually sending a message. Now, Nigeria's president is old, like old, old. And the other president they have was had was sick most of the time, Buari, and he spent most of his time outside of the country seeking medical treatment. Then they put another old guy in office. And a part of me just goes, I, I take a moment to ask myself, when I'm 80 years old, do I want to have the responsibility of leading a country? Where are you even leading the country? You know, because also most of these African politicians do not have a track record of building anything substantial. If you look at the history of how they gain their wealth, how they gain political mileage and momentum, it's nothing to write home about. Most of them either had godfathers and some of them got into power through the most scrupulous means. So there is nothing new that these guys are bringing on the table yet they cling so hard to power now the other side of that coin is there are leaders that have a good track record where 
there's some form of criticism and fair criticism that can go to them, but they've done right by the people in the country. But then again, it raises the question that if it's just you, don't you think there's a problem? If it's you, seven years, if it's you, 14 years, if it's you, 21 years, if it's going to be you for another seven years, 28 years in power, don't you think that says a lot about you and not because of your track record, but because of how you've built everything around you that people, systems and structures know that without you, they cannot survive and they're going to crumble. And that is that demigod status that many African leaders enjoy, even the ones that fake humility. They like knowing that success is built around them. And when you take them out of the equation, everything crumbles. People run African countries as if they are their own personal businesses. And these countries belong to everybody. Leadership should be able to reflect the times which people are living in and the people. But more often than not, it doesn't reflect that. It does not. And the more a leader stays in power, the more of a dictator they become because power corrupts. Power corrupts. When they get into power, they get into power with some form of humility. And then after they stay in power for a while, they realize that power is sweet. And you know why power is sweet? Because of incompetence. Because you don't do what you need to do to make your country livable, adaptable, fair enough. And then when you get a little bit of money, which only God knows how you get because your salaries cannot sustain the lifestyles that you live, and you're exposed to all these other things, you realize that Germany has really fantastic healthcare and, and UK and US offer fantastic education. Now you cling on to that and you forget the reason why people put you in office and you become infatuated by your own fantasies. And that is where the problem comes in. You know, Senegal will be going into elections um, in February and the president, of Senegal almost wanted to vie for a third term. Now, let me tell you why this is ironical, because the way he came into power is the president before him wanted to vie for a third term, and people said no, and he got out of power. Now, the guy that comes in knows how his predecessor left office, but he tried it, and the people said, no, it doesn't work like that. And then he goes and handpicks somebody that he wants to be a successor. There's a big problem with politics in Africa. There's a big problem with the way African politicians perceive power. And we also have to talk about the privileges that come with being in power, particularly on the African continent, because that is the root cause of all our problems. I don't see a reason why a politician should make more money than a teacher, than a policeman, than a doctor. I don't see the reason why, because what are you doing? What are you doing? You cannot, you do not have the right legislation that is moving the country forward. So what are we paying you for? That pay disparity and the amount of money and power that we put at their disposal is what creates a system of impunity, which they continue to perpetuate. Listen to what um, Julius Malema had to say. We have to make sure that as a new generation, we do away with this. We, as a younger generation of Africa, we must not seek to get rid of the old in a disparate manner to a point where we destroy institutional memory. We must always make sure that the old coexist with the young 
but the old must be prepared to pass the wisdom to the young ones. For because at some point, the old must die for the new to emerge. And it's not me calling for the killing of the elderly African leadership. Nature dictates that the old at some point must die for the new to emerge. But this new must be prepared to learn from the old. I was in Liberia yesterday and I saw the inauguration of an old president. I got so worried. But when I saw the vice president, I left Nigeria, Liberia in a very comfortable way because I saw a generational mix where the old and the young coexist in one office. And I hope the vice president will not be suffocated because the president must know that with all his experience and advanced age, he has a duty to pass the baton to the younger generation. We call on all African leaders not to leave an office with a coffin. When the time comes for them to go, they must leave without calling the army to extend their term. No one is born a leader. No one is a traditional leader in a political office. If you want to be a traditional leader, go and fight in your tribe for those type of issues. We don't subscribe to people who want to leave a political office with a coffin. We will still give you a state funeral because you are a former president. We'll still pay you pensions and give you protection and take care of you as long as you respect those who came after you. You have to ensure that democracy matures in such a manner in Africa where the previous president does not make it his business to fight the current president. You must allow the new to lead with all their faults because you are the same. It doesn't mean you are perfect. The young ones who are coming after you will challenge the current one. No African leader who is on retirement should lead from the grave. They must all be like all other progressive former presidents who are statesmen at home waiting for courtesy visits and consultation and attending to honor state functions. Those are the duties of former presidents because Africa must be stable. Africa must go through democracy at all times. And elections in Africa should never mean the blood on the floor. We Africans must hate seeing our own blood. We must always protect each other because we love ourselves so much that we don't want to see our own blood. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you very much for watching. Um, I mean, when Julius Malema speaks, there's nothing to add. And honestly, he just... He, he hit the nail on the head. There's nothing more to add. I would like to hear from you. Where are you from? Where are you watching from? And how is it? Um, are leaders so drunk with power? And do they cling to power? Do you come from a place where democracy and rule of law is, is, is you know, is superior to every other thing 
on the land because whew, some of these African countries, and we have to talk about this, you know, these are conversations that are difficult to have and somebody in the conversation might be like, ah, no. I think that let us establish that as Africans, we have to start telling each other the truth. We have to start holding ourselves accountable and we have to start calling out some of these bureaucracies because they're the reason we're lagging behind. We're lagging behind. Barack Obama did his term and went home. George Bush did his term and went home. Trump finished his term, his one term and went to play golf at Malago. So I, I don't get why it's do or die because it's actually not do or die. And I don't know why you're trying to die in power yet. You've done very little for your people. So what are you actually fighting for? Your private jet? Excuse me, get out of here, man. Thank you for watching. Like this video, give it a thumbs up.